Elijah and the Barrel of Meal. 1 Kings 16, 29 to 34 and 1 Kings 17, 1 to 24. Memory verse, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon them that fear him, upon them that hope in his mercy, to deliver their soul from death, and to keep them alive in famine, Psalm 33, 18, 19. Notes Ball Worship When Jeroboam the son of Nebat made two golden calves and proclaimed, Behold thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the land of Egypt, and made Israel to sin by committing idolatry, it would seem that he had reached the height of effrontery to the Almighty God. Yet to Ahab it seemed but a light thing to walk in the sins of Jeroboam. He sinned still more by introducing Baal worship into Israel, with all its immoral and murderous practices. Israel was now committing sins for which God had decreed destruction upon the Canaanites. The priests of Baal were nothing more than murderers, for Baal worship demanded the sacrifice of infants. Elijah's Passion It is no wonder that Elijah was concerned about Israel. He knew the curse that was pronounced in the law against Israel because of these sins. He read that the Lord would shut up the heavens and withhold his reign if they failed to hearken unto his commandments. He felt now was the time and that something ought to be done about the conditions in Israel, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months, James 5, 17. Elijah carried a burden for his people. He wanted to see Israel return to the Lord at any cost. It mattered not what inconvenience or deprivation or suffering it might cause him, so long as Baal worship was stamped out. He was willing to take his place and suffer along with those who had sinned, if only God would call a halt to their evil ways. The world today needs men and women who, like Elijah, have a deep passion for seeing others turned from their sins. Standing in the Presence of God As the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years, but according to my word, 1 Kings 17, 1. This was indeed a bold declaration for mortal man to make, saying that by his word the heavens would give or withhold its rain. This statement was not made on the spur of the moment, but it was backed by hours of earnest, prevailing prayer. Such words came not from vain desires, but from a holy contact with the living God. The phrase, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, shows that Elijah lived and walked as though he was always in the presence of the living God. We today should always be conscious of the fact that God knows our every word and thought, and that our actions are weighed by Him. Let every man, woman, and child know that every minute of the hour, and every hour of the day he is standing in the presence of the Almighty God. At the Brook Cherith What would Elijah find at the Brook Cherith? Was there a hut or a cave? Or was he to dwell under the canopy of heaven? This was not Elijah's concern. 
he was in the place that God had told him to go. Thou shalt drink of the brook, and I have commanded the ravens to feed thee there. The ravens! What fare would this be? What could the ravens bring that would be fit food for the man of God? The Bible states, Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn. Luke 12, 24 These are the birds that are going to bring Elijah his daily food. Surely it was a life of faith that God was demanding of Elijah, but Elijah had faith. God fed the ravens, and the ravens fed Elijah. What mattered how or where, so long as God was source of it? Life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment, Luke 12, 23. The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open unto their cry, Psalm 34, 15. The God of Elijah still lives, and so do ravens. What is lacking today is the faith of Elijah. Elijah's faith was tried. The brook dried up. It was not enough that he should wait upon the birds for his daily bread, but the brook from which he drank dried up, even the brook Cherith to which God had sent him. Elijah did not question, but waited by the dry stream bed until the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there, behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. The Widow of Zidon Zarephath was not a land of plenty, the widow was not a rich woman. Yonder she goes gathering a few sticks. Can you imagine how you would feel if you were sent to board at a home where a woman and her son faced starvation with only enough food left for one scant meal and no prospects for the future? Would you have the courage to ask, make me a little cake first? Or the faith to say, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, unto the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth? Or would you expect a starving mother to give bread to a stranger when her own son was in dire need? She had watched and rationed the dwindling oil and meal for days. And now it was down to one cup of meal and a few spoonfuls of oil. No wonder that the Lord Jesus Christ could exclaim, I tell you of a truth, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elias, when the heaven was shut up three years and six months, when great famine was throughout all the land, but unto none of them was Elias sent, save unto Sarepta, a city of Sidon, unto a woman that was a widow, Luke 4, 25, 26. Here was a woman of rare virtue, one who was willing to obey God in the face of starvation and death. God looked upon the widows of Israel, but found none he could trust as he could this stranger of Sidon. As God looks over the church today, is he finding there the virtues that he loves? Or need he call a stranger to feed his prophet? Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies, Proverbs 31, 10. The widow of Zarephath may have heard of the God of Israel before the coming of Elijah. God told Elijah, 
I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. A knowledge of the God who had sustained Israel through forty years wandering in the desert, feeding them on angels' food, and bringing them water out of the rock, should encourage a trust in the heart of anyone. However, it is one thing to believe that God can and has performed miracles, and still another thing to trust Him when it comes to the supreme issue, a life and death matter, involving ourselves or our children. The Promises of God Stand Sure The words, For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruse of oil fail, are followed with, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail. Great is our God. Life from the dead. Once again Elijah's faith was put into the fire, and came forth refined as silver and gold. This time the woman's son became sick and died. Into his room went Elijah, and with the dead child upon the prophet's bed, he cried unto God. Three times he stretched himself upon the child, and the Lord heard the voice of Elijah, and the soul of the child came into him again, and he revived. What a man is this! And what faith this is that can call the dead to life!